Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Georgia, recording this after last night's win. Finally, the Hawks end their three-game skid to the Orlando Magic on the road with a a strong defensive performance and an outburst of points last night. But that win did come at a price, and we're going to talk about that price here shortly. But most important thing: three-game losing streak is over. The Hawks. Have won, and now, after playing one of the worst teams in the NBA, they're going to have to turn around on Friday here in Atlanta to take on the second-place team in the Western Conference right now in the Denver Nuggets, which will be a tall task, especially with the injuries that occurred last night during the Magic game. So, pretty much a dominant performance from start to finish for the Atlanta Hawks. So I'm not going to dive too much into the game. Pretty much every statistical category outside of three-point shooting percentage, which is not a surprise, the Hawks took care of business. They shot over 54% from the floor. That's good there. Uh, 25% from three, as I said, not great. But it wasn't needed last night because the Hawks just dominated in the paint. Outscoring the Magic 62-46. to 46. Free throw percentage, just under 79%. Not bad. Not, that's not bad at all. Um, they did out-rebound the Magic, which was great to see. And had 14 offensive rebounds to the Magic 6. So great on the glass last night. Capella was a huge reason for that, which is... And I just want to say this real quick. Capella, with him being out and then him coming back has reinforced his value on his team. He's been playing excellent defense. He's been a a great rebounder, and he's been scoring some points around the rim, uh, giving them some easy baskets. Um, So Clint Capella's value is truly understated. I think it's underrated, and I think most fans will appreciate him more after his recent two-game absence from this team due to some dental pain. And even when you look back at the playoffs last year, he was dearly missed in that Miami Heat series. And I don't know how much of a difference he would have made as far as the Hawks advancing, but certainly his impact or lack thereof as far as his presence being gone in that playoff series was felt. And it was felt when we went against the Miami Heat on Sunday. So it was great to see him perform well. 25 team assists. They were moving the ball pretty well last night. 
eight steals as a team. Uh, they only had 12 turnovers, which is better than the last few games. They've been turning over the ball a lot. And they forced 18 magic turnovers, resulting in 22 points there. So just a pretty dominant performance last night. Uh, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray had good games. Trey Young had the highest plus minus on the team. I, I love seeing that. 30 points for him, 12 of 23 shooting from the floor. He was 2 of 11 from 3, which you guys know me. I think 6 or 7 is the most threes I like seeing from Trey Young. Uh, 11 is too many, but, I mean, he got away with it last night. Uh, 4 or 5 shooting from the free throw line. 14 assists, 2 rebounds, and only 2 turnovers last night. So, 14 assists to 2 turnovers. Great assist to turnover ratio there. Uh, he actually had 10 assists at the half and pretty much chilled out for most of the fourth quarter because uh, the game was pretty much in hand. He did play some, uh, but a really good performance for Trey Young. Even though not uber efficient, we'll take what we can get. And he really did a really good job of initiating offense and um, getting everybody else involved. DeJounte Murray. Had a good offensive performance, 27 points. He was 11 of 23 shooting from the floor, 3 of 8 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line. Added 3 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. Turnovers continue to be an issue for DeJounte Murray. He had 5 last night in the game prior. I want to say he had 7 or 8. I think 7 against the 76ers. So north of 5 turnovers the last couple of games and... Last several games, his turnovers turnovers have been rising. So that's something that I will be monitoring, and I'm sure that he is aware of, that he needs to take care of the ball better. Um, just forcing things and being a little bit careless with the ball, um, over-dribbling at times and leading to some steals uh, for the opponents. They're just forcing turnovers on him. So that's something that he certainly needs to get better. Is feels better to work on that in a winning effort than a losing effort. As I said before, Clint Capella has been playing very well in 29 minutes. He had 20 points, 9 of 10 shooting from the floor, hit both of his free throw attempts. He had 12 rebounds, 7 on a defensive end, 5 offensive rebounds, 1 steal, 1 assist. Just has been playing well. Now the two other starters for the Hawks, and I told you guys about the price to pay from last night, DeAndre Hunter came in questionable with right thigh soreness, and he played seven minutes, and after a clear path foul in transition, he was clearly not right and went straight to the locker room and then never returned to the bench from what I saw last night. So I know that he is getting MRIs on his thigh to see what is the issue there. Um, and in seven minutes, he only had two points. So certainly that is a blow there. There's certainly a blow right there. And we had Justin Holiday out due to health and safety protocols yesterday. So we were really thin at the three position last night. And John Collins had a solid first half. Um, two of six shooting from the floor. Not efficient, but hey. He scored six points in that first half of the game last night with two or three from the free throw line. Added seven rebounds, two steals, and a block. He was plus 21, so he was very effective 
went on the court, but I mean, the, the, the half was pretty much at hand. The Hawks were up by, I think, 20 going into halftime, and Trey tried to sneak in one more basket. He saw John Collins open on a lob, threw it to him. Time expired, so the shot wouldn't count anyway. And as he landed, he rolled his ankle. So Don, John Collins left last night's game with an ankle injury. He did not return, and he is set to get an MRI today. So a steep price to pay last night having two of your starters go out due to injury. And um, in their absence, uh, there was more Frank Kaminsky. Um, Okongu played more minutes. Uh, I mean, he his minutes has been cut lately. Um, like I said, Capella played 29 minutes. Okonkwo played 17 minutes. But he was really good in those 17 minutes. He had 12 points. He was 5 or, sh- five or 7 shooting from the floor. Hit both of his free throw attempts. He had 8 rebounds, 4 on the offensive glass, 4 on the defensive glass, and added 1 assist. So, pretty good game off the bench. A.J. Griffin was in a slight shooting slump. He did break out of that last night. Scoring 15 points, he was 50% from the floor and 50% from three last night, plus seven in the plus-minus category. Uh, Forrest continues to play solid minutes off of the bench, playing more than Aaron Holiday. He had four points last night. Jared Culver played a lot of minutes last night due to the injury to Hunter and Collins. And in 30 minutes, he had nine points, three or seven shooting from the floor. And he was three or four from the free throw line, added 12 rebounds, uh, which is probably one of the most underrated things from last night is how well Jared Culver did play. Uh, 12 rebounds, nine on the defensive side, three on the offensive glass, and added a block and two steals last night. So some players got some extended minutes. They stepped up in the absence of Collins and Hunter. And I guess we will show a little bit of love to the Magic. Uh, Paulo Banchero had another good game. Uh, 20 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds. Franz Wagner, 22 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Bobo cooled off, only had 6 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and 1 steal last night. Markel Fultz, who we did not see in the first matchup against the Magic this year. uh, 8 points. And it started four assists, two steals. And off the bench, uh, Cole Anthony gave him 11 points. I know Cole Anthony killed the Hawks last time in a losing effort, but he was not as effective as he was in the game prior. Uh, the other Wagner brother had nine points and eight rebounds. Well, sorry, six rebounds, eight assists off the bench. And then Terrence Ross with 12 off the bench. So we given the love to the Orlando Magic. Um, after last night's win, the Hawks, Move up from 8th place in the Eastern Conference to 6th. So, every win counts. 12-10 and 10 overall now. They are two games behind the Cleveland Cavaliers at the 3 seed. And four games back from the Milwaukee Bucks at the 2. Six games back from the Boston Celtics, who are currently the number one team in the Eastern Conference. And with the Raptors losing last night to the Pelicans, they dropped the 7th. Uh, quietly behind the Hawks uh, at eight. Brooklyn's won three straight at 12 and 11, just a half game back from the Hawks. Uh, our, our division rival, the Washington Wizards, 500 ball the last 10 games. They are 500 overall at nine. 
And then the New York Knicks, who we'll see pretty shortly, are 10-12 and 12 at the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference. The Miami Heat, who we lost to on Sunday, is currently the 11th seed in the Eastern Conference right now. And Philadelphia, who beat us the game before the Magic, are right above us at 5th in the Eastern Conference right now. So a lot of shuffling going on game to game. We're going to talk about the the tough task at hand Friday night going against the Nuggets with potentially Collins and DeAndre Hunter out. But as you know, first, this quick plug. Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Now, I don't know about you, I'm in several fantasy leagues, and every fantasy league that you are in, you have a rival. Pokemon, Ash Ketchum had Gary, and I know you have your Gary out there. So it's time to beat Gary and get the insight that you need to take your stuff to the next level and win a fantasy basketball championship. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikhail Bridges? Before any other rank list, I know which one, it's the Brewskies 150. And you probably turn those huge wins into some cash or a fantasy basketball championship. This year, the Brewski 150 is on sale for a limited time. And Ethos 360 subscribers can get access in less than a week. Head to sportsethos.com and click on the premium tab to grab membership information or the draft guide today. And yes, to answer your most important question, the Brewski 150 is included in both options. Check back daily for more new features and go dominate your leagues. Beat Gary with the help of Sports Ethos. All right, and we are back. A tall task for the Hawks on Friday night. As I said at the top of the program, the Denver Nuggets are the number two team in the Western Conference right now. Playing some really good basketball. They are currently holding a record of 14-7. and seven. They're just one game back from the Phoenix Suns for the one seed in the Western Conference. They're on a four-game winning streak, playing some really good basketball. Uh, Jamal Murray has been playing well. Obviously, they have Jokic. Uh, They have been missing Michael Porter here and there due to injury this year. Um, And he did miss the last game against the Houston Rockets for the Nuggets. So we'll see what his status is for Friday. But the most important thing is obviously focusing on the Hawks and potentially not having John Collins and DeAndre Hunter on Friday night. Now, we'll figure out more news as far as their injury status goes after the MRIs today. So be on the lookout for that on social media or your news outlets. Um, and even with Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks, we're going to be on top of it trying to see the status of those two. If I had to guess, DeAndre Hunter may be questionable, and John Collins, depending on the severity of that ankle, may be doubtful for Friday. And Bogey is still doubtful. Uh, Justin Holiday is still in the health and safety protocols as of right now. So it's going to be a very undermanned 
Atlanta Hawks team taking on a Denver Nuggets team that is known to be one of the better offensive teams in the NBA. They are currently right now third in offensive rating. Um, now, they are not the best defensive team. They are 23rd in defensive rating. And when you're thinking about, well, the Hawks aren't good on defense, the Hawks are actually better um, as far as defensive rating goes than the Denver Nuggets this year. The Hawks are actually closer to the top 10 um, than Denver Nuggets. So the Hawks will be able to score points. Uh, it's going to be a heavy load on Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. And it's going to be crucial for the Hawks to get others involved. I mean, when you saw the game last night, Okongu got involved. Adre Griffin's going to be huge for the Hawks. Uh, we'll see if we can get Justin Holiday back because he will be needed. Just his presence to take up some minutes to spell some of these guys who aren't used to be playing um, extended minutes. So it's going to be imperative that Trey Young and DeJounte Murray take care of the ball, run the offense, be aggressive on offense themselves, but help others get into the rhythm and the flow of the game. It's going to be imperative for them to do that. It's going to be a tall task for them. Even though the Nuggets are not a great defensive team, offensively this is a good team, and they're going to want to dictate the pace. They're a team that shoots the three ball very well. They move the ball really well. Obviously, Jokic is the engine of that team. And Jamal Murray continues to gain confidence uh, from his past injuries game to game, getting better game to game. Uh, you have Bones Highland. You have others on that roster. Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope has been playing well for them this year. Bruce Brown, the former net, he is on the team now playing really well and getting a lot of minutes for them. Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, th this is this is a solid team, and there's a reason why they're second place in the Western Conference. It's because they have the ability to score the ball. It's because they move the ball around. They're fourth in the NBA in assists per game, averaging 28 team assists per game. They are middle of the pack as far as turnovers, so defensive pressure will be vital, but. They shoot a high percentage from the floor. They shoot the second highest percentage from three in the NBA, 40.4% from three. So the Hawks are really going to have to clamp down on the defensive end. Defense is going to help them win this game. And then, like I said, getting some other players involved. Uh, Frank Kaminsky is going to be huge, whether you like it or not. He's going to be huge. Uh, Forrest is going to have to play some minutes. Jared Cover, who had a good game against the Magic, I'm glad he had that game. And maybe he can garner some confidence going into the game against the Nuggets because he's certainly going to be needed. Uh, the Hawks are going to have to deep, uh, dig deep into the bench. Maybe call up uh, Tyrese Martin from the Skyhawks because the impact as far as Collins and Hunter, you're losing our offensive production, you're losing rebounding, and both Especially Hunter's obviously known to be a, a, an above-average defender in the NBA. John Collins has been better defensively this year. Um, so you're losing some defense. So it's going to have to be next men up as far as this Hawks team is concerned. And it's going to be a tall task. It's going to be a tall task. Um, DeJounte Murray and Trey Young both scored over 27 points last night. 
They're going to probably need to score over 25 points each on Friday. They combined for 20 assists last night. They're going to probably need to combine for about 20 assists again if they're going to give themselves a chance. Uh, Clint Capella is going to continue to be vital uh, offensively, uh, scoring around the rim, uh, getting rebounds, and hopefully getting some second-chance opportunities um, to keep the Nuggets out of transition and, and keep them from scoring easy baskets. They're going to have to take care of the ball uh, because when you're going against a really good offensive team, uh, turnovers is just giving that team easy baskets and you don't want to give a good offensive team easy baskets so turnovers rebounding team basketball and defense is going to have to be a herculean effort to start the month of december which is here uh 25 days till christmas now and this would be a christmas gift if we can start the month of december with a win severely undermanned at home against the nuggets I think the crowd will play a big factor. I hope it's a sellout, and I hope the crowd brings a lot of energy. If you're listening to this podcast and going to the game on Friday, bring the energy because this team under man is going to need to feed off of that to get through this game and get on to the next game. Hopefully, Collins and Hunter is healthier. Uh, it would be great to, if they played, but if they don't, um, they're going to need whatever advantage they can get to try to pull off the upset. It will be Easier said than done, but bring the energy to State Farm Arena. Be loud. Be engaged. I know it's a great fan experience. There's a bunch of things to do in the State Farm Arena, but the biggest thing you need to do is to cheer and support this Atlanta Hawks team if you're at the game because they're going to need you going against a really, really good team, a tough team in the Denver Nuggets. I'm excited to see how they go out there and compete. I think the players that are getting... Their number called due to injury will play up. They will provide a spark and some energy, a little pep in their step. And most role players play better at home versus the road. And they played well on the road. So I'm excited to see how they play on Friday night. But taking care of the ball, defense, rebounding, uh, moving the ball, getting some, some of those other guys in rhythm, in a flow is going to be imperative. I think the keys are Okongwu. Uh, he's, I would probably start him at the four. And they probably may start A.J. Griffin at the three, if I had to guess. If not, they may put Jared Culver and then have um, A.J. Griffin come off the bench. I'm sure Aaron Holiday is probably going to have to play more than one minute. Uh, Forrest is going to continue to play his 15-plus minutes per game. It's going to be a team effort. It's team effort and... I'm glad they ended the three-game losing streak. I just want to see if they go out there and compete. If they go out there and compete and fall to the Nuggets undermanned and it's a close game and they gave it their all, I highly doubt a lot of Hawks fans will be upset about that. I highly doubt it. Uh, but you got to bring it. you got to bring it. So I'm excited to see how they compete on, uh, on Friday night in the State Farm Arena. And if you love what you heard from me today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share to tell everybody about one of the best podcasts to cover the Atlanta Hawks. You know the drill. Share it with your friends, your partner them, your neighbors, your buddies, co-workers. Don't matter. Put them onto this program. You know the drill. If they love basketball, they love Georgia sports, they love the NBA, they love Trey Young, they love Brad Harden, put them onto this program. Tell them to follow us on Twitter at Ethos Hawks. That's at Ethos Hawks on Twitter. And then follow myself at Brad Jarrett. 
on Twitter. That is Brad J A R R E T T 67. Prayers up for Friday night. Prayers up. But hey, it's why we play the game. So we'll catch you guys after that contest versus the Denver Nuggets. And you guys have a great Thursday, great Friday. And let's get to Friday night for this contest against the Denver Nuggets. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.